Get your headsets ready. Ikuzos Unscripted Podcast is going over time. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. UFC is back for UFC 287 and we are back in Miami. UFC is back in Miami. I was like, when I heard that UFC is coming back to Miami after 20 years, I was like, UFC didn't go to Miami to 20 years because I would have sweared that they've been into Miami, but they have been all over the Florida, Orlando, Jacksonville. Uh, but Miami just happened to not be in that, you know, uh, spot. And uh, I have a great memories of the city, so uh, I know the people are so chill and so cool down there. So should be a good one uh, as far as the crowd goes. And uh, the UFC prepared a very good card, in my opinion. Uh, so let's hop right into it. Uh, the first fight, the opener will be uh, Raul Rosas Jr. versus Christian Rodriguez. Uh, and, you know, uh, we are currently riding the hype train of the Raul Rosas Jr. And But listen, I, I, I have a feeling, like, this guy is younger than me. You know what I'm saying? He's like... Um, He's like 19, I think he, he, he was born in 2004, and he's, so, so I'm like three years younger, uh, older than this guy, and he's fighting in the UFC at this level. It's crazy. You, you, you gotta admire that, you know. Uh, but I, I think as he goes up in the competition, and especially because he has this hype around him, maybe he gets pushed to the higher competition very soon, and will he fuck around and find out, so to speak? I don't know, but I am riding with this guy all the way. I know that Christian has five first round finishes, if I remember correctly, and I saw him in the last fight look good. Uh, but you know, you 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 have to go with this guy because just by how crazy it is that he is he's three years younger than me, and you know the the, the guy is fighting, you know, at the, at, at the main card of the UFC and you know it's just crazy you know so uh, we're gonna go with him although Christian Rodriguez is no joke I remember that Anaconda choke uh, in his last fight looked beautiful so we'll see what happens it's a good opener uh, as far as the Kevin Holland and Santiago Ponzinibbio goes it's a good fight could be very entertaining both guys are entertaining and as far as predicting results, it's always tough with Holland because you don't know how he is going to show up. But to be fair to him, his losses have been against uh, some of the best in the world, right? You know, he lost to Tremaya, but Tremaya is a top contender. You know, you can say Wonder Boy was on, you know, maybe decline, but still it's a Wonder Boy and it was a mainly striking match, so it's crazy. Then you have Vittori, then you have Brunson, all tough guys, you know. So, you know, we, we, we'll see what kind of Holland shows up. And he, and he beats some high-level competition. Don't let that fool you. And Santiago didn't look very good, in in my opinion. Kind of pulled that one out of the pocket against Morono. So, we're going with Holland here. I hope he shows up. See, you know, you, you cannot not love this guy. But I think I think Santiago is on very much decline and... I think Holland still has, you know, some power in those hands and still has a ways to go, in my opinion. 
Uh, Rob Font versus Adrian Yanez could be could be a sleeper hit of the night. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Yanez based on you know, I I, I always kind of, to my knowledge, I I know that the momentum is a huge thing in sports, and this guy is one of the guys that has like a biggest momentum currently in in, in the sport, and like let, let's take a moment and just. I, I don't get how people are calling a lightweight division the most stacked and the most uh, hardest division in the UFC. A lightweight division is not better than bantamweight division. It's second, obviously, but bantamweight division is the best division in the UFC. The only thing that lightweight has probably on the on the uh, on the bantamweight better is is champion is you know obviously better than, than, than the, the champion part for power uh, than the, the champion at Bentonweight. But look at the challengers, man. Look, like you got, see this this guy up, upcoming, Yanez is there. There's Chito there. There's Corey St. Hagen. Sehudo is coming back. There's Sean O'Malley. There's Umar Nurmagomedov. There's Song Yedong, you know, so many, so many top guys, you know. The, the, the font is also dangerous. Such a crazy division. Like you, you, everybody there. Like Corey Sanhagen could be champion. Ormar Nurmagomedov could be champion, and probably will be down the line. Sean has a chance. Don't count out Sean O'Malley. Sehudo's coming back. You know, one of the most decorated athletes uh, that that we have in this sport. You know, it's it's, it's a crazy motherfucking division. Marab, I, I forgot Marab Valishvili. You know, Piotr Jan. Hopefully, will will bounce back. You know, it's. What a crazy division, man. What a crazy division. And they all have a shot at, you know, beating the champion, you know, being being the champion in the future. Unlike the lightweight where you're like, you know, Dustin Poirier is a great, but, you know, he, he has no shit on Makhachev. And Justin Gaethje is great, but, you know, Makhachev clears. You know, that kind of thing. So we're going with Yanez here. Just based on the momentum, both great boxers should be a good scrap. You know, but I think Yanis, uh, based on youth, based on momentum, uh, clears font and uh, should be a good one. Um, and then the co-main of the night is the hometown boy, uh, Jorge Masvidal, against Gilbert Burns. And how, how crazy is this sport? I mean, you have the guy who is on the three fights losing streak, again, obviously against the top competitors, but he loses this fight, he may retire. He wins this fight. He fights for the title. <laughs> you know, the, this sport is so crazy. Like, one moment you could be on top, have everything. The next moment you're down, you're nothing. You're you're retired. You, you Nobody cares anymore. Your hype is out. It's such a crazy sport. And based on that, like, a lot of people are so much counting out Masvidal. Like, it's going to be run through for Burns. And I, I, I there's a possibility of that. I'm not doubting that. But in my opinion, uh, I don't. I, I I think that Burns, knowing all that, all those information that I said about the potential retirement, the potential fight of fight, will bring the heat. I'm still picking Gilbert to beat Masvidal, but it's not. I don't think it's going to be as nearly as easy as you know is predicted generally uh, for the Dorino. I'm hoping for a good fight. Let's see what happens. You know, it's very tough to predict how how it will go. Uh, like, 
I don't know. Maybe we see a KO. Maybe we go to the decision. But uh, I'm rocking with Burns with this one. But I wouldn't be mad to see Jorge Masvidal get a win in front of his, in front of his hometown and the crowd, obviously. And uh, the main event. And everybody who... Like, here's the thing. Um, I'm the president of casual MMA fans of Montenegro. I'm the member of the casual parliament of MMA fans of the world. So, so, so I'm going to just go out and say this. I'm picking easy to beat Pereira. And yes, I am a shameless Israel Adesanya fanboy. What can I say? One of my favorite fighters of all time. And I don't know, man. I think he can beat him. And it's, it's a completely dumb prediction because how can you predict a guy who lost three times to this guy <laughs> and the last time by knockout uh, to beat him this time? What, what sort of evidence do I have? Well, I don't know. But I'm picking Izzy to win. And I don't give a fuck. You know, you could... Uh, like I said, I, I, I accept that I'm shameless casual and that I'm filthy casual and, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going to go with Izzy and I don't think, you know, obviously everybody's making fun of, oh, you know, he was winning until he wasn't. You know, that's the famous, you know, MMA joke we, 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 we often see on the internet. But he was kind of winning till he wasn't. <laughs> but I, I, I get every argument for Pereira. It's only logical to choose Pereira. Because th that fucking guy is, he's so great, you know. Dual weight glory champion. Comes into this sport, eight fights in, beats one of the greatest middleweights of all time, second greatest middleweight of all time. He, he he's obviously forced to be reckoned with, and one of the greatest combat athletes of all time. We can say now because you know, and he even if easy beats him, he's still that because just just winning the belt, knowing that you were two time glory world champion, is amazing. So, I'm gonna go with Izzy here, and uh, just 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 because you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm a gigantic fan. Uh, and that's that's a very logical thing to say. <laughs> I, I accept that. But uh, listen, UFC 287, it's going to be a good event. I I, I predict the uh, crowd, I hope, is going to be on fire. You know, we have some sleeper hits. We have some hits that will, we expect to be great. And uh, hopefully Israel is saying, knock the fuck out. Yes. Alex Pereira and um, everybody can go home happy and and if that happens, uh, let me just say, fuck all easy haters, fuck everybody who said uh, that uh, you know he was winning till he wasn't, uh, which is a completely obviously valid argument, but I'm petty. <laughs> and uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy UFC coming back to Miami 287, and uh, I'll see you. You are lock and loaded to make your bets and stay tuned for more.